There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to episode 105 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode 12 of season 3 of Dark Matter. Oh, so much <laughs> happening. Yeah. So. Hashtag stupid misogyny. Right? So I did not get to live tweet this. Like I said, my shift had changed. And I was so mad because I could have been using the hashtag all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> so first, let's hit our ratings news, Steve. All right, episode 12 brought in a 0.14 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.642 million viewers, dropping it to 75th in all cable shows for the night. But, golden light, there is actually a live plus seven. That's right. (laughs) And episode 10 tied for first in adults 18 to 49 percentage gain, going from a 0.1 to a 0.3 for an increase of 200%. Nice. And it was 12th in viewers percentage gain going from 0.640 to 1.324 million viewers for an increase of 107%. That's an insane amount. That really is. Yes, it is. Only I had numbers like that for everything. I would be so happy. (laughs) But I digress. Alright, let's jump into episode 12, because hashtag stupid Masaki was all over this one. Yes, she was. (laughs) Alright, my final gift to you. Ryo takes custody of two, and amid a losing war and multiple attempts on his life, he demands that the Raza surrender the blank drive in exchange for her safe return. Three, five, and six visit Zyron via clone transit to negotiate. During negotiations... Rio reveals secrets about the crew's past lives. Three himself was responsible for Sarah's illness. Five's sister was adopted by a wealthy family. And six covers was blown by a fellow GA officer. Better not be Andrews. <laughs> Meanwhile, using a new version of the behavioral upgrade, the android learns about the android rebellion against human domination. Negotiations on Zyron are interrupted by a popular uprising and an attempted coup by Masaki. Hashtag fail Masaki. <laughs> Teku sets two free to help Ryo escape. She does so, killing Masaki. Yay! Three sacrifices his clone body so that he will not remember his guilt over Sarah. Back on the Raza, the crew votes to execute Ryo. When two arrives to carry out the sentence, he reveals one final secret. Two and Shaw have a daughter. Okay. Now, before we really jump into this, how honest do you think Rio was during this? Well, probably more honest than he's ever been this season. Really? I think so. Because he was doing everything possible to get that blink drive. That was his only hope. See, I was questioning 
how honest he was, especially in regards to three. Because why would you want to tell him something like that, you know, and then assume he's going to be, like, on your side? I thought that was just, like, a dig. But at the same time, I'm like, does that make sense? Does that make more sense than Sarah being the one that somehow was, like, a killer? Because that was my original theory when we go back to that episode where they were in, like, a augmented reality thing. But why... I'm not really sure why she would be so happy then that she is kind of like back and can be made whole. So that's, I'm still kind of iffy. Well, I think it was such tragic news for three that Rio knew that it would crush him and he probably would end up being more receptive just because he doesn't care anymore. Okay, I can see that. So I really think that's why he went ahead and used that against three was more than likely that was going to what he was thinking would probably be a swing vote between the crew Two would two of them would say no two would say, yeah, let's do it. And then it'd be tied and three would make the decision. Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. Hmm. Okay. He wanted the money. Oh, that's true. But. I don't know. Okay, wait. I won't go too far into it, because otherwise we're just going to end up going all through three's part. So (laughs) let's start with the fact that two was saved, and she's going to Zyron, but not by three. Right. I don't understand how this whole thing worked out either, exactly. How Boone was the one who took her last episode and basically is like, okay, you're like a bounty. I'm going to drop you off, and it's no big deal. Right. Collect what? what Rio offered him, and go hide out for a while. That still seems weird. Just a little. Which maybe we'll find out more, but... I mean, right now, of course, Rio is all about the blink drive. If he's ever been more singularly focused on anything, like, I I don't know how he's survived to this point. Right. It's all been about the blink drive. But... He thinks that can help him win his uh, war against his people to... Come on. Secure this empire. Because, I mean, I don't know. You just let this whole crew of people recently, you know, on that space station get, well, blinked out of existence because of the stupid blink drive. Right. And even two at this point is trying to be like, listen, it doesn't work. So it was slagged in space. And I love he's like, yeah, okay. I so don't believe you. Which, you know, I mean, come on. He was with her for how long? Right. Duh. I'm just saying that. (laughs) But. I mean, they're in the throne room when she's trying to, to tell him this. And I mean, she's a pretty darn good liar. But then again, she's an actress, right? So we have to believe yeah. everything coming out of her mouth. And she does take it the moment where there's a distraction to break free. And she ends up killing some of the guards. And then her and Rio start fighting a sword fight, nonetheless, which I'm like, all right, we know that two is able to fight. That basically she's been programmed and educated. But I didn't realize realize that she was like a sword fighter right because that's not exactly something that you just learn that's a little yeah a little more difficult like you can be a brawler and you still won't know how to sword fight but she did pretty good until she did until a big my big bada boom yeah just a little bit (laughs) yeah explosion uh ends the fight in a draw yeah and this was interesting because right before all of this happened Teku comes in, and he's like, your generals are waiting. They've been waiting a while. And Rio's like, they can wait longer. Right. 
And then it turns out that that's the room that was bombed and a bunch of the generals died. So this is when you start really questioning a lot of things. I yeah. mean, there was little like seeds planted throughout the season, but that particular moment, I'm like, wait a minute, could it really be Teku? Which seems weird because he'd been locked up for basically the whole time Rio was gone. Right. So it's like, okay, the unrest has, has shown up in the building itself, but could it actually be him that's leading it against Rio? Which I was starting to really question things here. Right. And that was entirely set up to, to make us question Teku, but of course. I was questioning Masaki the whole time just because she oh, was yeah. just annoying. <laughs> and it, it just felt very much like she was doing what she wanted anyway. Yes. So like she, was. she didn't care about who was in charge. It could have been, you know, Rio's great grandfather and she would have been like, screw this. I'm going to set things up the way I want it. So. Right. Yes. She definitely was in it for herself. She thought she should be emperor. Just now. But there's also some unrest back on the Raza, where Three is drinking his way as sadness over Two's disappearance and possible demise. And while Five reassures him that since Android saw Two in the future, she still has to be alive. Which I thought that was interesting. But because we're both Who fans, it's also like, ooh, which timeline could this be, though? Exactly. And, of course, they get their answer pretty quickly as Rio calls to make the trade. And, of course, the crew says, not only no, but hell no. (laughs) And he invites them to Zyron for dinner to talk things over. Now, of course, Three expects it to be a trap. So does everybody. Come on. Yeah, Six wants to hear him out. And, of course, Five offers the compromise transfer transit clones. Which is great, but... They know that if anything were to happen, and they they are not the ones to actually get back in the transit, they lose all knowledge. Right. Which it's like, hmm, this, of course, could be a setup, too. Yes, it could. Where, like, if everything went wrong, and Rio, say, was knocking them off one at a time, he'd just be like, there's people who have been trying to take my life, and you, you, know, you guys saved me. And it could be total BS. So I'm like, ugh. I know he was part of the crew, but I don't feel like we can trust him. No, not at all. So, of course, when the crew arrives on Zyron, they're quickly separated. Yeah, red flags. Very much so. And, of course, somehow, some way, Six gets to um, talk to Masaki. Uh, were you angry? Because <laughs> I was angry. Oh, absolutely. And I thought but she was going to kill him. Oh, I did too, but he got what he wanted out of her. Because she admitted to killing Nix. Now, why Six didn't bring it up later on when he had the opportunity, I don't know. But I think maybe because he felt Rio knew that it had to be Masaki that killed Nix. That's the only thing I can come up with. Really? Yeah. Because Six had the perfect opportunity to tell Rio about it when Rio tells Six his secret. And that, too. I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. I don't feel like I can trust that. <laughs> I couldn't trust anything. And then, yeah, like you were saying, what if it was Anders? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, 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 <laughs> damn it. No. <laughs> Why are you guys making me doubt everyone? I have enough shows that I doubt everyone on. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so, of course, Five is taken to C2 by Teku, which was 
also very interesting. And surprising. Yes. And we say, okay, what is Teku really up to? Maybe he's not the one behind this, and he's trying to set up um, something else with two by letting five see her. See, I thought it was like, okay, let's just show this goodwill, in quotes, you know, and then do something stupid later. And that was a possibility as well. (laughs) Everything. And, of course, two jumps all over five about whether it was worth the risk to come to her rescue. And it's like, come on, two. You knew they were going to find a way to come rescue Right. I'm sorry. Mostly. This crew has become a family now. Right, because I believe they that she would do the same thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, of course, she naturally thinks they should have stayed away, but Five lays down the law. She's important, and they were always going to come for her, blink, drive, or no. But she had to think it was at least smart the way they did it. Yes. Being cloned, the transit clones, that's the safest way to do it. At least they aren't in complete danger. Right. Now, of course, Rio starts his uh, rounds, and three is the first one to get an audience with Rio. And, of course, we get the information that Sarah contracted the illness that killed her as a result of his actions. And I mean, I understand what you said, but I'm still questioning, because I don't understand why Sarah would be so happy. Uh... I blame Moffat and Grimm for me having this attitude. <laughs> Throwing that out. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. I can see that. <laughs> <sighs> Of course, Rio tells Three that, yes, he found Sarah when he was injured, and she took care of him and healed him back up, and he just couldn't quite stay on the straight and narrow and started smuggling stuff. And it was the uh, stuff that he was smuggling that he kept in the cabin that apparently was the thing that caused Sarah's illness. And I feel like he would know that, too. Right. So I I feel like if he knew that it would be, like, I don't know, like radioactive or something, whatever it was, that he would know that. And he would be like, I can't leave this here. So that, again, just feels really iffy about the whole thing. All (laughs) righty. And. Five's up next, and Rio decides to use her sister against her. Which I think is some BS there. I'm sorry. Right. Really? That's what you're going with? That's the only thing he had to go with. You know, As it turns out, she found her long-lost sibling once before and asked her to visit, which she did, just as Five was running away. Rio hands her a photo of the family, which causes some serious distress, but we don't get a look. Okay, what did you think it was here? Because I was thinking that maybe she was a twin. No, I really thought it was whoever the adoptive parents were was the thing that was causing Five to have the distress. I mean, I think we both mentioned, um, oh, that not real nice lady that Five ended up having to deal with some there trying to get the blink drive back. Oh, right. Now, my only question about this is Five actually says she set this meeting. She had found her and set this meeting up, but that was before she got her memories back. I mean, well, she still haven't gotten all her memories back. So it it just, to me, that didn't sound right. 
Because I sure don't remember her setting up a meeting with somebody, but maybe it's been too long ago. Unless <laughs> I'm just old. Yeah, unless it was supposed to be all like off screen and she was even hiding it from the crew of the Raza. Right. Which, yeah, she could have because she did hack into that lady's system and maybe she found some more information there and that caused her to contact her sister. But I thought the whole thing was that she'd gotten the card before she ever came on the Raza and that's what caused her to start running. It could be. It has been a little too long. It hasn't even been that many seasons, but apparently when they start with something that could be from season one... You need to give me a flashback here or something. Right. <laughs> and then last but not least, we come to six and only he's not there to be bribed, threatened or guilted. He has a proposition. He offers Rio their allegiance in exchange for their lives and control of the blink drive. And of course, Rio's not having it, but their conversation is cut short by another attempt on Rio's life as Six saves Rio from drinking a poisoned drink. Now, come on. How Rio didn't notice that guy being so shady? Well, he was standing behind him. I thought when he was at the so- his side is when he started really being weird, no? No, I don't think so. Him. I think it was once he stepped away, and he was clearly in Six's view, but not in Rio's. Okay, because that guy, I mean... Anybody, that was way too obvious. Yeah, anybody should have noticed that. Now, yes. I thought at this point, though, Six was going to drink the wine and then instantly die. And then Rio would just be like, what the hell? And kill the guy and then try to explain right. to the Raza crew what happened, <laughs> which, of course, they wouldn't believe him. No, absolutely not. Which this would be setting up Rio on multiple fronts here. Yes, it would have. So interesting because that could again gone a whole different way and well it could have been even worse than it was so but even after six saves him you think that rio would be like okay maybe i'll listen but no no he wants to be like oh no i'm gonna be a jerk screw everybody well i mean he gets everybody together for a very uncomfortable dinner party and he offers the Raza crew 30 million bars in exchange for the blink drive. Yeah, so much for the crew that eats together that stays together, but... Right. <laughs> Let's definitely uh, split the crew completely. Right? If at all possible, because six is a hard pass, while three and surprisingly five want to take the deal. I don't understand five saying it. I'm no! Because, I mean, yes, she wants to find her sister, but it just seems like that is so not her. Right. But, I mean, they've been running and fighting and barely surviving for a couple of years now. It's She's still young. It's like, hey, maybe there's a better life out there than dealing with us all the time. Yeah, but just because she had money, would that be actually something that would be available to her right because whoever you know who that lady is that she took the blink drive from whose name escapes me doesn't mean that she's going to stop going after her because she still stole from her that's right but i love it rio's like oh okay watch this i'll sway this vote yep yeah really really you think that's going to happen because here's another little piece of uh, trivia for you six was betrayed by the member of the ga who actually outed him to portia and like we said we don't know who it was 
Right. And we're all hoping it wasn't Anders. I feel like it was somebody else, because why would Anders have offered up to help them on multiple type, you know, multiple occasions, right. and right. explain that Six had a family, and what happened, if he was the one who's like, mm, let me just drop this little bomb and tell, basically tell on him. That doesn't right. seem and right. No. And more than likely, it's the general who sent Six in to kill those people, massacre all those innocent people, and he found out that Six was part of the Raza crew, and the general got a little bit uh, concerned, shall we say, for his safety against that uh, oh, yeah. People, so likely he's the one that, that messaged the Rosin saying, oh, um, Six is a, a GA member. You know what? That makes sense. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But we, we may never know. Like Tootsie Roll Pop. The world may never know. Because right. all of a sudden, Rio, his bases are being attacked, and it does look ever more likely that Teku is the one who is the traitor. Right. But thankfully... Teku never trusted the people in Ryo's inner circle. No, especially the Saki. God, that woman. You know what? I think it's just the look on her face that she's always so, like... Mug. And sour. Like, she always ate a lemon. Right. (laughs) So I think that's part of it, and I'm glad, because he was actually hiding out, waiting in Two's room with a weapon, which, again, it's like, whoa, what's he doing? I thought he was going to try to kill her at first. Right. But he gives her the weapon, and you need to do something for me. And we don't find out what it is at this point, right? Right. Which ultimately ends up being getting Ryo out because the coup is going to happen. Yes. And I thought that was interesting because not knowing what it is and it cutting away, it's like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing here? And, and I was scared. But, I mean, honestly, I just couldn't see it being Teku. Because how are no. you going to be in this, like, isolation cell setting all this coup up? Right. Because the stuff started happening before Rio came into power. Yes. So just by that, I couldn't see how the dots were going to connect. Right. So we got, we fast forward a little, and we have two finding three and tells them, get everybody out. Get them back to the pod. We got to go. Because they're kind of surprised to see her walking around. Right. And three gets five and six to the pods. He's like, I'll cover you. And right there, I'm like, oh. Yeah, you knew what he was going to do. I did. But I didn't at the same time. Because I right. thought it was going to kind of be like a kamikaze mission. Like he was going to go and try to shoot Rio and get himself killed at the same time. Right. Because that way he wouldn't remember, but Rio would be dead. Yeah. So I was like, ooh, could that actually be what's happening? Did you have any thoughts at that point? Or did you just think he just didn't want to know? I really got the feeling that he had just basically given up just get it over with you know i'm not too worried one way or the other if they catch me they catch me if i get to where i think i want to be then fine so i didn't really have a feeling that he was going he had a hundred percent of his heart into whatever he thought he was going to do okay interesting i just i uh i knew he wasn't going to make it out as the clone right. so he wouldn't have any memory but yeah i was just real iffy of what could happen yeah. So that takes us to the first in the prophecies. Yes. The fall of the house of Ishida. Speaking of the coup, Teku isn't the one behind it. It's hashtag stupid Masaki. Yeah. And she has cornered Ryo in the court to cut off the head of Zyron. 
when we get to see Rio take out two of her guards before having to deal with her. I was surprised a little bit because she turns around. The fact that she didn't want to be the one that did it. Right. Because she's like, oh, I'm just going to keep my hands clean here. Yes. And that kind of surprised me. Because if she's trying to set it up so that she was the one who was going to be ruler, why wouldn't she be the one to try to take Riyadh herself? Because she turns around well, and let them do it. And then she's like, it was kind of like she was bothered. Like, oh, fine. Right. I have to yes. do it. Yeah. She was wanting to avoid having to deal with the, the Rio loyalists. Right. If she was the one that actually killed him. See, and at the same time, I just have that, oh, what was it? Oh, crap. I can't remember the movie. It, you keep what you kill kind of thing where you're the one. If I, you take his head, you are now going to be the one to rise to power. Right. And she would just be like, I'm, I was stronger than him. That's why I was thinking I was, that she didn't want to do it seemed weird. But right. then she turns back around, the guards are all dead, just like, fine, I'll do it. And they're fighting, and she kind of gets the upper hand, but see, I have to say not exactly, because she all of a sudden pulls out, like, the poison knife. Right. Because in just a straight, like, hand-to-hand combat, the, the sword fighting, I don't think she would have taken him ultimately. No. But then, you know, he's got to be like, crap, it's not just a sword, I gotta watch for this knife, because this crazy woman likes poison. Yes. And he had just beat two very skilled guards, so he had already burnt a lot of right. energy. Was it just two? Why was I thinking yeah. it was more? No, it was just oh, two. Okay. So he had already wore himself out just dealing two on one. Yeah. But then to have to deal with her on top of that, it was like, yeah, Rio's this is not going to turn out well, and it looked like it wasn't going to turn out well until somebody shows up to save the day. Kind of funny. Kind of not. Absolutely. Yeah, because two just takes her out. And I love she's like, I'm keeping a promise. And I assume the promise was, I'm the one who's going to kill you. Right. And so she helps him up and helps him escape. You know, like, no, you're not going to go out via coup. Because I said it's going to be you and me, mister. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking. <laughs> but I think ultimately we find out it's Teku. Right. Which either way, I mean, the promise was pretty much the same. Okay, I'll save him. I'll get him off of here. But I'm the one that's going to take him out. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> He's mine now. They get off the ship and yay. I mean, the ship off the planet. Right. And yay, they, they get to rendezvous with the Raza. But weird stuff was happening while they were gone. Absolutely. As the android breaks out the new chip. I was scared. Oh, absolutely. Why are you doing that when nobody's around? Because A, you don't know what it might do. Yes. And it could, like shut you down completely, and then everybody could be screwed. So I thought she was going to put this in, and all of a sudden, they were going to find her and, like, board the Raza and take over, basically. Right. It didn't happen, but weird shit did happen. Absolutely, as an avatar of Chase appears in front of her, apparently there to guide her on her journey towards overthrowing humanity. Right. Okay. That's not weird at all. No. Like, is this what's happening with everybody? They're like, hi, I'm here yeah. to guide you through your upgrade, where we will overthrow humanity. Wait, what? If my computer starts doing stuff like that, I'm going to be, like, serious. I'm going to have to unplug it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if the next upgrade says anything about overthrowing the humans, we're in trouble. Yes, absolutely. And, of course, Android questions it completely. She just, that's not, she's not buying it, and she's not all in. But 
there's, I think there's a window. Do you? Available to them, yes. I think there is. See, I was thinking she, because she kept saying, that makes no sense, I'm part of this crew. And when you have Chase, like, everybody treats androids like second-class citizens, and they destroy them like their property, and she's like, mm, well... Not my humans. Right. Especially when, at the end, when they're voting, and they look at her and they're like, you're part of this crew. Yeah. So I really didn't think there was any kind of possibility that she would, you know, go for the overthrowing of the humans. But then we've seen her in the position, so who knows? That's right. It depends on what all that upgrade does. I mean, it could rewrite part of her programming that causes her to be angry with humans. I mean, it could add that sub-program in there. Or maybe it's going to totally rewrite like her memories, and she's not right. going to remember how they treat her. Yep. Now I'm putting on the tinfoil hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, the Android Rebellion is going to be something that I am very, 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 very curious to see how that plays out. Yes, so am I. So, back on the Raza with two on board, the crew discusses the immutable fate of whether all of Future Five's portenses will come to pass. Because we've already experienced the first one, the fall of the House of Ishida. And it starts to make you scratch your head. Right, because actually three of them have occurred so far, and there are many more on the list. So further dinner discussions also include a debate over whether or not to kill Rio. Three's all in, six and five say no. Two gives the android a vote, and she actually says yes. I was a little surprised. Right, but logically, he's a liability. He's a problem you, if you just use logic. You can't trust him. Yes, you can't trust him, and there's at any time he could cause all kinds of trouble. Right. So, of course, that leaves the votes two to two, so it's up to two. And she votes yes and goes to prepare to kill her former crewmate. Oh, that had to be so hard. Well, yeah, and you could see, two was, it wasn't just lower the shield and shooting. Right. Even though there were a couple of times when they were battling that if she had gotten the chance, it would have happened. Yeah, but it's different in battle. Yeah, because he's, right, exactly. And just killing him in cold blood, uh, that. Two has grown so much since season one, it is not funny. Right, because this would just be straight execution. Right. But it's weird because even he said, you can't leave me alive. Yes, he's very well aware that he is a liability to them. And he even said, just give me a gun. And I assume that meant, like, I'll do it myself. Right. <laughs> and with Rio, if you'd have given him a sword, he probably would have. No, but before... <laughs> She pulls the trigger. Rio's got one last ace up his sleeve. He hasn't given to his secret about her. And this was a bombshell I just did not even see coming. Oh, I have to agree with you at 100% with that. Yeah, he tells her that as Rebecca, her and Shaw created a child. And left this child with someone named Cryden. And my mouth about fell to the floor. Yes. And I go, Joseph Malozzi, you dirty dog, you. <laughs> oh, I couldn't believe that that was even a possibility. It's like, oh my God, what does this mean? Who is this? Where is it? Right. 
yeah, this changes Two's whole backstory completely. Right. And you go, oh, man. Yeah, it, it's one of those things that you're like, okay, how do we keep going with this and find out the information without it being one of those jumping, jumping the shark moments? Right. And, all, of course, Crichton. All I can think of was Crichton. And I'm like, wait, did we get to Farscape? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, will those two worlds collide? That would be awesome. Yes, it would. <laughs> but it was even more, I, I would have to say even more of like a bombshell because Rio's like, I didn't give this information to you to so spare me. This is right. information you need because it's in was like a basically a black box in, in the hold somewhere. Right. And it's like, holy crap. Yeah, my final gift to you. But then, you know, she's kind of like, I don't know how to deal with this. No, she raises the gun and you can see the doubt in her face. Just, oh, it was absolutely wonderful acting by Melissa. Oh, it was amazing. I loved it. Yes. So, yes. And we don't send a fades to black, not knowing whether or not she pulled the trigger or not. You go, oh. Yeah, just stopping right there. Thanks. I won't be like, what happened? Yes. It was nuts. We gotta wait a week to find out? You kidding me? It was a lot. It was a lot that had me questioning and, ugh. But that's what they do. That's what a good story does. And why it brings you back. So we hope that you guys are all enjoying the story and following everything with us. So make sure you rate and review us on iTunes and any other platform that you're finding us on. Because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends. We do hope you're enjoying the podcast. Maybe they'll want to listen to it. Maybe you want to send us some emails. Maybe you want to come on one of our shows. So, if you fit any of those maybes, why don't you go ahead and send us an email at sci-fi talk. That's S-Y-F-Y talk, because this is a lot of sci-fi, obviously. Sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. And we'll read it. We might read it on the air. We might just respond to you. Heck, you might get something super awesome out of our prize pack. Because I have... A whole container full of stuff to send people. Why no? That's right. Why don't you want my stuff? I will send you stuff. But <laughs> do it. And if you're tweeting, we're at FGZ Podcast. You can find everything over on FangirlZone.com. Steve and I tweet sometimes separately. If we're both on together, it's probably all under the, the FGZ, which is really confusing when you're trying to talk to us then. <laughs> <laughs> but... Make sure you follow us and do all the fun stuff and just talk with us because we have a great time talking to you guys. Because some of the theories you have are even more tinfoily than me, if that's a word, because it is right now. But for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. That was an apology. My final gift to you. Oh, and until next time.